The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. So I just want to say over a quick story that I heard from my Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzchak Izbi Zatzal, one of his last Shabbos Gadol Drushes, approximately 24 years ago. He was talking about the paragraph of the Rabbi Akiva and his colleagues sitting around discussing the whole Yitzchak Mitzrayim the entire night until the students came in and they said, Rabbis, it's time to wake up and say Shema. What exactly was going on over there? So he says a story of a family he knew that lived in Long Island, a secular family, and it was the Pesach night. They had their wonderful Seder, and they went to take a walk approximately midnight around the block after eating all that matzah. And when they came back to their home, they saw fire engines in front of their house, and their house was ablaze. They ran and they realized the entire house was consumed by fire. And Baruch Hashem, everyone was out, but everything inside was destroyed. And the father and the mother were absolutely distraught. Everything they had, everything they owned was gone within five minutes. Not only that, but the father's business was in the basement and he lost everything. They didn't know what to do. And the friends and family came over, invited them over, gave them clothing. And after the holidays, their cousins from the Eretz Yisrael called them. They said, listen, we heard what happened. I don't know where you're gonna stay. Why don't you stay with us? You'll come to Israel. You stay with us for as long as you have to, six months to a year, until the husband builds up his business, and then you'll return. Now, they didn't know what to do. They're secular people, but they said, fine. They moved to Eretz Yisrael, and the problem was is that their cousins in Israel were charet and very religious, and this woman wore pants, and you know the kids were walking around with shorts and T-shirts, and not without yarmulkes, but listen, they were going to move there, so they had to play the part. So the mother put on a shaitel, and the kids went with white shirts to the kids, their cousin's yeshiva. And that's where they stayed for approximately a year. After a year, the father calls and said, okay, the business is up and running, come back home. And they said, no, we're staying. He said, what do you mean you're staying? The mother said, listen, I gotta be honest with you. When we got here, we were a little nervous, all these religious people. But once we got here, oh my gosh, the community, the davening over here, and the kids grow, and the kids are in yeshiva, and they love learning. We want to stay. So the husband said, all right, you know, I'll work remote. We'll work it out. And that's exactly what happened. Father moved back to Israel. They settled down there, and they bought an apartment, and they lived happily ever after. 30 years later, this father now, who is a grandfather, is speaking by his grandson's bar mitzvah. And the grandfather got up and he says, it always bothered me the story of Yaakov and Yosef. Here Yosef is missing from Yaakov Avinu for 22 years. And after 22 years of Yaakov living in mourning, he finally sees his son Yosef, who's not only alive, but he's a tzaddik and he has kids and he's the king, the viceroy of Egypt. And they hug each other and Yaakov says, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. So the grandfather says, now, I mean, you see your son, how about say, how are you? Well, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, thank God. What does Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad got to do with seeing Yosef after all these years? So the grandfather said, he says, because Yaakov lived with questions all these years. Why me? I mean, I'm a good guy, doing the right thing. 
keeping Torah mitzvahs, raising my children. Why would Hashem do this? Why would Hashem take away my beloved son, Yosef? Why would he destroy him, have him torn to pieces? Nothing made sense. Why did I have to suffer like this? But then when Yaakov Avinu saw Yosef, not only was he alive, but he was the viceroy of Egypt. And when their family was starving, this son Yosef was going now to take care of the entire family and the children and the grandchildren. He realized this entire story of all these years of difficulty really was for his own benefit. Not only wasn't Hashem acting with judgment, he was actually acting with mercy and helping the family. So that's why he said, Shema Yisrael, listen Israel. Listen Yaakov Avinu, who's Israel. Hashem, Hashem, which when, I, when it says the word Hashem, it always connotes mercy. But when it says Elikim, it connotes judgment. When Hashem's, act, Hashem's acting in judgment. So he says, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, which is mercy. Elikim, Elikeno, our God, which is judgment. Hashem Echad, it's all one merciful Hashem. Even at times when you see Hashem acting with judgment, Hashem Echad, it's all one merciful God at the end of the day.